Welcome, my name is Kareem Kanji and this is episode 37. In today's episode, I speak with Warrant Officer Ali Hirji. Um, I've known Ali back since we were both in uh, Boy Scouts, uh, but today I'm speaking with Ali about his experience as a Muslim in the Canadian military. He also happens to be gay. Here's my conversation with my good friend, Ali Hirji. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. studio green thank uh, you it was uh, definitely not what i was expecting to see i thought you were in some uh, you know bachelor apartment <laughs> renting out renting out like with three some... other people and crammed in there and so what do you think no it's pretty cool it's a good environment you like 100 percent. nice 100 percent. and how right. many uh how many people use the studio the studio oh it's like in use every day except the weekend i think and all throughout the day no so i think this is opened at lunch yeah 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 and then no, this is only used probably that I know of yeah. in the evenings. And you use it every day? Me? Yeah. No, just Tuesdays. Just Tuesdays. Just Tuesday evenings. Yeah. I'm taking August off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is like a fun thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I yeah, like to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've been, uh, I've been listening to some of your podcasts. So. Oh, have you? Well, just to get a feel of what, 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 what your you, interview styles what, are. What, and what have you listened to? I listened to uh, Hussein Madabji. Mm-hmm. I listened to uh, Laura Castleman. Yes. And, do you know uh, her? I, I, I didn't know the name. I just picked three random. So I wanted to pick an Ismaili just to see how you would interact with an Ismaili. Yeah, yeah. Laura Castleman, just a bit of the interview on the way down here. Okay. And then Mark Furnham? Furman? Farmer. Farmer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, just a random one that I picked just to listen and right. just to see how it was. But So I got a feel of what you and do. And what kind of phone do, do you have? To, like, I have an iPhone. To? Okay, so go on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe and rate and review. I will definitely do it, that. It will help me. Yeah. Uh, a lot. And how many uh, how many listeners do you have? Uh, six or seven. No. That's it. You have a big <laughs> wide audience. So six, six or seven from different communities, so it's spread apart the country. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so Ali, here we've known each other for a long, long time. Twenty years. Twenty years. I think twenty years at the minimum. I'm yeah. 30, oh yeah, longer than that, Kareem. Um, so the reason I wanted you on my podcast is because, at least to me, you have an interesting story. Hmm. So you're in the military. Yes. You're Muslim? Yes. And you're gay? Yes. You're a gay Muslim soldier? Yes. Uh, to me, like that's this can only happen in Canada. This is... You know what? It is... Uh, it is or we can only talk about it. it. It's, it's a good way. You can only talk about it openly here without being, you know, uh, yeah, harassed yeah. or any repercussions. But ever since you had asked me to come on, yeah, uh, I've been thinking about it. So what does this guy want to talk to me about? And yeah, I yeah. sort of figured, you know, I, I knew what you were trying to get at. Yeah. And uh, over the last couple of days, I've been thinking about it. And I think it is a good story to tell. It's... Um, you know, we as a, a community and a society have come a long way to accept things of this nature. Yeah. So for me, it's uh, it's a you know it, it was difficult, and and here we are, and hopefully people can uh, use me as a, as an example um, yeah. to to do what they got to do in their own lives to to make sure they're happy and to continue doing what they're doing. Yeah. Now, from my perspective, just so that you know, I come from a position of ignorance. Mm-hmm. I have no clue right. uh, about anything. You know, I I, I you know, we've I've, I have a family member who's gay. I've got a mm-hmm. family member who is gender agnostic. Right. I don't know if that's a yeah. proper term. Yeah. Um, 
obviously in, in, in my family we have people from different backgrounds, different mm -hmm. races, different religions. Right. Um, and so I, I have no clue about other people's experiences. Right. And if there's a, b a beginning point or an end point yeah. or, or a middle point. Mm -hmm. um, and so whenever I, I, I research, mm -hmm. with air mm -hmm. quotes, mm -hmm. um, the person I'm going to interview next, mm -hmm. I'll go on LinkedIn. Right. Um, I'll go and check out if they've got a website right. or I'll go check out their Facebook. Right. And with you, it was like, I have no clue yeah. what the hell <laughs> to research. Right. So I've got three points in here. I've yeah. got... Muslim, yeah. military, yeah. gay. gay. And that's all I've got here. So I think that those three things sort of do sum summarize that, and that's the end of the interview. No. Um, yeah. But let, let's, let's start somewhere. Yeah. And let's start with, uh, I guess, the, a story that I could relate to some, some bit, and, yeah. and that's the, the, uh, the, the immigrant story. Right. Now, I don't know if you were born here. So I was born here. But your parents are immigrants. My parents immigrated here. Uh, from where? From Tanzania. Okay. Um, both from Tanzania in uh, the mid '70s, so just about a year or two before I was born. Um, have you ever been back? I haven't. So I, oh. I was on deployment in uh, Ethiopia for about a month. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to visit Kenya, specifically Mombasa, for a week. Yeah. I saw a few friends that were there and didn't do much sightseeing, but I, I did visit. But I do intend to go back in a couple of years to so do a, a big family history trip, actually. Yeah. Um, so my parents immigrated here from Tanzania back in I think '73, '74, '75. And um, I was born here shortly thereafter, raised in East York, and uh, went to school in East York. My friends are from East York. Are you still living in the in same house? I am still. I'm living in the same house near uh, near um, near Victoria Park in Eglinton. So yeah. I'm still in that same yeah same house that you came to a number of years ago. Same yeah. Day. So still there to get uh, camping equipment. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got it back. You got everything back. But I might need. To, uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. I, I need <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, we you know I was raised in Toronto. Uh, fortunate to, definitely to be raised in Canada. Um, my parents uh, definitely quickly started uh, adapting to the to the society here. Yeah. And it wasn't easy. I mean, just like your parents who probably came yeah. here with very little. Um, and, uh, you know, through the networks they had with the community, um, you know, our community, as you know, is supported by the government of the day to be brought here because of, uh, you know, the political climate in, uh, in East Africa, yeah. specifically in Uganda, and I believe your parents are from there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Canada opened open their arms to my, our families, mm -hmm. and uh, thankfully they've made the most of it. Um, and they assimilated into society rather quickly, I would say, based on the information that I know, um, by joining the workforce and being a productive member of society. And I think that helped shape who I am from an early age. My, my dad uh, worked for the TTC. He just recently retired after almost 37 yeah, years Yeah, he was working. in the paper or something? Yeah, they did a little uh, photo shot of, of him in the paper for his retirement day. Nice. So he spent 37 years in the public uh, sector dealing with, you know, the society yeah. uh, every day uh, for 37 years. And my mom was working on the administration side. So she was working uh, in a bank, and then she changed careers to uh, the real estate field. So she was doing real estate administration. So she, she was dealing with a lot of members of the public. Yeah. So I'm fortunate enough that they had exposure to the society at large to, to understand how Canada sort of works and sort of relate to that and sort of adapt to that society. And I'm fortunate that they did that because it made my life easy. And I'm sure my sister can say the same thing. And she mm -hmm. was born in Canada and raised in, in the same area. Yeah. And, you know, it made our lives easy in terms of what we want to do when we grow up and the values that we have and things that we, we've, you know, that we feel strongly about. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that was important. And, I, and I'm really thankful that they did do that. 
and uh, you know versus you know a lot of a lot of people do Canada or anywhere else and they tend to stay to themselves and stay with their, within their community and still keep those ties which is great to do yeah but I feel they don't assimilate to society and that sort of leads to a lot of issues down the line at times uh-huh. um, so when you see those stories happening and a lot of them are publicized in the news and stuff like that when you see that you sort of sit back and say you know what I, I'm grateful for what I have or what we have and mm-hmm. I'm grateful that you know the steps that my parents had taken whether it was easy hard or whatever the, but the steps that they had taken and all the you know all the the, the all the drama they went through I'm sure mm-hmm. um, was for good reason and uh, and it sort of made all of our lives better uh, in the end yeah. and uh, and it makes it easy to, to, to get along with your neighbors really at the end of the day yeah yeah for sure um, you know as you're growing up as a kid mm-hmm. uh, in Canada mm-hmm. um, especially as you're young you know sometimes people say you know kids say the darnest things mm-hmm. kids are very you know, a lot of people say kids are very honest in right. what they say, right. um, but kids can also be very hurtful in what they say just right. because out of ignorance. Right. You know, it, you it, just don't know that. better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm wondering for you know, for, with that in mind, mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. um, you know, being uh, a, a visible minority, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and you know, some people can say that that's a benefit. Some mm-hmm. people can say, well, you know, you're starting off from a position of weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, you've mm-hmm. got things to overcome, and one of them is uh, other people's prejudice. Right. Um, you know, for yourself, Aliyah, at what age um, did you did you start to realize that outside of you being brown, right. that you were different? I would say and different in a sense. No, like, yeah, I, I don't, I I don't even saying. know if that's the right question. No, no, you're right. It, yeah. it is a good way to put it. Um, I would say, honestly speaking, around mid-teens, I would say that uh, I started realizing that you know. Um, I really wasn't into girls. I, okay. I, I think that's the honest way to put it. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, aside from the one relationship I was in yeah. with a girl, yeah. um, I wasn't in a relationship with anyone, and I think it was for that reason. And it took me a long time to come to terms with that or sort of accept that. And So you're like, you were forcing yourself, let me just try this? Yeah, just to see. Yeah, and, and I think that's a good way to say it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, let, let's just try this to see if this is the way it's supposed to be. And yeah. if it's not, then let's... Let's figure out what what way it is supposed to be. Yeah. And I think, you know, I did. S- it was diff- it was definitely difficult. Yeah. Um, and being in the community, being a Muslim. Yeah. And being in the military at that time, you know, I, I joined the military when I was eighteen, so not too long after, I sort of realized, you know, uh, that I was gay. Yeah. Um, being in the military didn't make it any easier at that time in my life. Yeah to come out or sort of accept it and, and move on with my life. Not to say that, you know, you know, I was young and it was the military and I was just starting out in that career. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was like, okay, well, I, I don't know how this is going to work out, so let's just not say anything and just keep moving on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think over time, society, and as uh, you know, as a whole sort of accepted the fact there are other uh, types of relationships out there. Mm-hmm. Whether you know male female 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 male male whatever the case is, people yeah, yeah. started accepting that, um, and that sort of transcended into the military as well. And, and believe it or not, there are a lot, significant number of gay, bi, trans, whatever whatever term you want to put to it, in the military. Yeah. And when you sort of start realizing that, hey, you know, they can do what I'm doing and they don't have a problem with it, uh, or our you know our our coworkers don't have a problem with it, or the chain of command doesn't have a problem with it, you sort of start putting your guard down yeah and sort of 
you know, sort of assessing, is this, you know, is it a good time? Is, you know, can it happen? What are the repercussions? All these things sort of go through, went through my mind anyways, because of the profession that I was in. Let's take a step back then, you know, b before that, you know, as you're sort of processing this in your, in your head. Right. Are, are you scared? Are you confused? I'm definitely are, confused. I don't think scared is, uh, okay. I don't think scared. I was definitely confused and just wanted to make sure that, um, I just wanted to make sure that I was really being me at the time. Okay. Like I, I wanted to sort of make sure, you know, not make sure, but I just wanted to make sure that I was being honest with myself and, uh, and that, you know, if and when um, I do or I would come out, mm -hmm. that it would be accepted by my family, my coworkers, and my friends. I think yeah. that was very important to me, those three elements. Are there people um, that you start to confide in before you... Before uh, you came out, or in order, uh, yeah, my family, yeah, uh, my very, very close friends, and then yeah. that was really, those were the only people that I actually sat down and had a conversation with. Yeah. Otherwise, once, once I had uh, told my family, yeah, and I told my very, very close circle of friends, yeah, um, I was okay with whatever else, as long as I know that I had the support of the yeah. key people in my life. Yeah. I didn't really care about. How was that conversation, with your with your parents? The first person I came out to was my sister. Okay. And the reason why I did that is because my sister came out to my family or yeah. to my parents about two years or three years, a number of years just before I told her. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, I, I did take the easy way and said, okay, she led the path and I'm going to yeah. follow and we're good to go. Yeah. Um, so it, it didn't, you know, when I told my sister, she was surprised. Yeah. She was, um, I, she was definitely... She had a feeling, okay. but she didn't say anything to me. She actually mentioned to her partner, oh, I think he might be gay, but she didn't say anything and just let it go. Yeah. Um, but when I told her, the reaction was, I see, I told you. And it was kind of, you know, she made it, uh, she made it very, she made it a very easy conversation for me. Yeah. Um, next two people I told were really my, my mom and my dad. Yeah. Um, you know, I told my mom first and a number of weeks or months later, I told my dad. Yeah. Um, but in between that, I told my very close circle of friends, both, um, the guys that I grew up with yeah. and a close circle of friends at work that I knew I could trust yeah. and that would help make that uh, outing, if you will, with sure. air quotes, um, make that outing a lot more easier to deal with at work because yeah. I know I have the support of key people yeah. and they would filter anything that may or may not go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful that I did. You know, I wish I had done it earlier, to be honest with you, yeah, but yeah. I'm thankful that I did it when I did mm -hmm. because it worked out the way that it should have worked out. And yeah. I, I've had nothing but um, nothing but the support of my family, my, both my immediate family, my extended family, my circle of friends, friends both close and far, and mm -hmm. everyone at work. Like it, it hasn't really impacted anything. In yeah. fact, it's been a, a, a very positive experience over the last two years, um, and I think my life has changed for the better because yeah. of it. One hundred percent, it has. Yeah, you know, I'm a lot more happier. I don't have to worry about anything, and just do what I got to do to be happy. Yeah, is is there what was it? Um, you know, I Islam is a very traditional, mm -hmm. or can be, yep. uh, a very traditional uh, faith. Mm -hmm. um, what was that journey like for you in terms of, you know, knowing who you are, yeah. um, and, and also knowing what you believed in, right. and, and, and which which sort of path you wanted to live your life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how was that? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. what, what is that Did relationship that... like for you, or that dynamic? Yeah. Like on the religious side? Yeah. So I'm sure you know I was very 
involved with the community. Very. Uh, you know, very involved from, uh, you know, the volunteer corps from th- you know, 13 years of age through yeah. the scouting program, through other boards and portfolios. So, you know, I was definitely, I am very, you know, well-known in the community for the, the, the work that I have done. Yeah. Um, so I did definitely take that into consideration. I was aware, or I'm aware that, you know, there, there aren't, um, you know, not everyone is accepting uh, in the, in, in our faith or in our community yeah. uh, as we would like them to be. Sure. Um, but I did realize that um, But then there's there also a, a huge lot, community so that's of what, gay smileys. And that's especially. what I was just going to say, that yeah. I did realize that, you know, there are more people just like me, and yeah. they've led the path, and they definitely opened up a lot of doors for people like me. Yeah. Um, and they made, you know, they made... They made uh, my life a lot easier by doing what they're doing and yeah. being advocates of LGBTQ folks that are of Ismaili faith. Yeah. Um, whether or not we've gotten any further than we, you know, as far as we should have, yeah. uh, I can't say. I, I probably not. We can probably do a lot more as a community. Yeah. Um, but the work that they have done and the exposure they have given to members of the Ismaili faith who are, you know, lesbian, gay, bi, transsexual, whatever the the term is. Um, they've made it a lot easier for people like me to yeah. come out and be part of the community. Did you have conversations with them? Did you reach I out really to I really haven't. Um, okay. I haven't. Or have you been just watching? <clears throat> I've been watching. Like, I mean, I have, I have some friends that are part of the, uh, part of the, the Ismaili LGBT group, mm-hmm. um, as do you. So I do talk to them from time to time, but not really. Um, and there's a number of reasons for that. I think... Uh, you know, for example, the Pride Parade. I was there this year with my mom. Yeah. Uh, my mom had come out for the first time with Fidel, my partner, yeah. and his mom, who was here from Mexico, and a whole host of our friends. Um, and as the parade was marching by, I said, Mom, look, you know, there's the Ismaili Queers group. Yeah. And she's like, huh? I'm like, you know, the Ismaili Queers group. She goes, oh, okay. And then, she, you know, she was like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that there was this group of Ismailis that were marching. Yeah. And that was it. Like, she was happy to see this group of people walking down representing the Ismaili community. Um, and I thought for myself, and, and I'm going to go on this tangent, and people yeah, yeah, may or yeah. may not like it, but I thought to myself, you know, it would be nice to march with our group because yeah. of who I am, what I do, and what it would represent for me to, to be in there. Yeah. And I even told Fidel, well, maybe next year we could find a group to, to march with, whether it's this group or another group, just to be part of it. Yeah. And that's really not me, but it's something I'd like to do, something I'd like to experience. Yeah. And the reason, you know, I... With the Ismaili Queers group, for example, you know, they do great work. I, I'm fully supportive of everything they do. Um, I'm not really comfortable with the name of the group. Okay. And that, for me, is something I do want to, you know, talk to mm-hmm. uh, some What is uh, it about the, the name? I just think that, you know, if you, you know, for me, I understand what the, ter- what, what the name means and what it represents. Ismaili Queers, IQ, it's a great name. It's a great, easy name to, 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 to rhyme off. But when you're talking to senior members of the Ismaili community, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, or you're talking to um, people of our parents' generation, mm-hmm. and you go, "Hey, listen, there's this there's this group called Ismaili Queers. Um, you know, have you heard of it?" I don't think the name. I, I'm not too comfortable with the name, and I don't think the name represents the segment of the community that we're trying to represent. Hmm. I think that the term. Queers could be replaced with a friendlier name. And I'm not saying it's not friendly, but to me it doesn't seem... A more seem approachable name? Approachable name, something more appropriately 
describing the members of the group or the whole community. Um, but if you're looking, you know, the way I see it is if, you know, I think recently they've written a letter to senior members of a community asking for, uh, you know, this, the, the councils or, or whatever to be more accepting of, you know, Ismaili LGBTQ people and, you know, all these good things that they want to do. Yeah. But, you know, they presented this letter with this Ismaili Queers logo at the top. And I don't see how anyone on the council would present this document to anyone else in any higher authority. For example, the Aga Khan. How are you going to present this letter with this? I, I just don't think it's professional. I think there's a different term that we, someone could find yeah. um, that would be a bit more friendlier, if you will, yeah. uh, or more inviting. Um, and that's, that, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the reason why I didn't march. I just yeah. I don't feel comfortable with that name. I don't, I don't feel comfortable attaching a sort of, you know, a term to me, for mm -hmm. example. Like, whether it's gay, queer, whatever it is, I, I kind of feel, it's just, you know, I'm me. This is who I love. This is, this is what it is. This is me. Whether you call me gay, whether you call me something, I don't care what it is. I just don't like being referred to by a term. And that's just me. That, that's me personally. Like, even just, you know, before we started the conversation, you talked about being Ismaili Muslim and gay. When you said gay, I'm like, yeah, yes, I'm gay. Pardon me, well, uh, okay, uh, well, let's find a different term or let's just, talk about who does it I, even have to be I'm a with. term does it have to be a term huh. right and that's just me like I you know I'm not speaking for anyone else but me it's just I don't like being identified by a term yeah um, but if I'm part of a, uh, an organization and and there sh the name should be representative of all members and maybe you know maybe there are other people out there who want to be part of this group but they're like ah smiley queers I don't know what about the name I just I think there are I would what does the term queer mean to you different hmm I, I, you know, when I when someone says queer, I think different. That, that's just me, and yeah. they, that may or may not be the the dictionary term or the term that's intended to be used. But when someone says the word queer, automatically I think different. Yeah. And I don't think that we should. I think we should find a term that sort of is more inclusive. That's very interesting. And more inviting, and and that's someone speaking from the outside who's not involved in any yeah. other group. Yeah. Um, any other LGBTQ group. Hmm. So, you know, I, I'm sure there are other people that may see it that way or maybe some people that don't, but that's the way that I see it. And, you know, that would be a, a big reason. You know, I, not a reason, but th that would that would be something I'd like to address with uh, members of that group yeah. to see if maybe we can find a more inclusive term or a more gentle term, yeah. whatever the case is, so we can further the cause that you're trying to, to, to further. Yeah. But I think having a name at the top of your page with a big logo that says Ismaili Queers, people may not take the letter as serious as it would is if it was a more inclusive, friendly, whatever name. Sure, sure. Interesting. Um, so you, you, you realize your sexuality yep. um, as you're in the military. Yep. Did you ever think I need to change my career? No. I, I didn't. I'm the type of person, I don't let my personal life interfere with my work life. I, okay. There is, I do keep a, I do keep a very... Uh, firm line on that. Yeah. Whether it's if I had a bad day at home, I don't come into work upset. I just try to keep that professional line because I do deal with soldiers and I do deal with subordinates, um, and I don't like mixing my personal life and my work life. So okay. it, no, I didn't. It didn't cross my mind. In, t in terms all. of, not in terms of where I'm coming from, and yeah. maybe this is is the same. Yeah. In terms of, you know, looking from the outside and <clears> say. The military is a very macho right. environment. Right. 
Um, did you ever think, I, I, me being who I am, I'm not going to be able to fit in here? No, not, not, not really. I didn't. Okay. I didn't really think that. Yeah. I didn't think that because. And is that because of you, or is it because you felt that there was some sort of inviting? No, that was just because of me. I, okay. I didn't think. No, no, I didn't. It did, never even crossed my mind. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, after after a number of years in, you sort of realize that hey, you know, this person's gay or this person's a lesbian, and yeah, like well, there's more of them. And it, you know, in fact, in my unit, out of two hundred and eighty people, I would say there are at least five or six, you know, five or six gay or lesbian yeah soldiers that yeah. serve with me. Yeah. Um, and in fact, you know, a lot of them are close friends of mine and, you know, they've been close friends of mine for 20 years, even before they knew about me. Yeah. Um, so I think having them around, yeah. having these, these soldiers or these friends of mine around that, you know, that had the, uh, that either, you know, joined the military, you know, after they had uh, come out or, or yeah. whatever, um, made, you know, you sort of see that and you realize that, no, you can still do what you're doing and still love what you love and it doesn't have to be any different yeah right so i think that made it easy and, and in fact um and in fact having a friend of mine at the unit over the last couple of years who is uh gay mm-hmm. um, she made my outing if you will a lot easier at the unit because people are like hey she's a you know she's cool there's not there's nothing different she's just in love with someone and you know it doesn't affect the way that she serves or the the, the type of soldier she is it didn't affect that and i think you know for me it made it made it easier at work yeah. to have to have them around what was that conversation like? At work? Yeah. Was it like okay, fine, just go to your job? Was it like was no, it like no, not that? really. No, I, I work with you know I would say you know they're they're coworkers, but they're also friends of mine. So yeah. it was um, like I said, I, I did I did talk to a, a number of close close friends of mine at work. Yeah. And then you know from there I you know I don't have conversations with people and you know like just like you said you know yeah. I didn't know well I'm not gonna sit down with you if you figure it out you figure it out and if you don't just come and ask me and I'll tell you yes. Yeah. Right, and that's the way it's been, and, and people have sort of. So you never sort of held a meeting, talked to your boss, all. or anything not at like all, that. not at all, not at all. Interesting. Not at all. Okay, not so after all. after you came out to your close friends, yeah. your family, it's sort of and it's and been like it. that. It's just like that, and okay. if you don't know, you figured it out, and if you haven't figured it out, then you know I, I'm not. It's nothing I hide. You know I have. But you you haven't you you until very recently. Yeah. You've never been forthcoming. And no. I, and I'm not saying forthcoming in terms but, of or you, sort of open. You never signed, obviously. No, you're right. You know, yeah. and, and I'm not saying you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, I have no freaking clue about no, this. No, no, you know, you're right. You're you right. Know? And I haven't, I, I wasn't up until about two years ago yeah. or two and a half years ago, uh, you know, after I told my family and my friends and yeah. sort of word started spreading the way it does. Um, after that point, I'm like, listen, nothing's changed. My friends are still my friends. My family's still my family. I, yeah. I, nothing, really nothing has changed. In fact, things have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, so really, it, it is what it is and people can deal with it. And if you can't, then, you know, see you later. I don't have time to, no, really, I don't. I, I don't have time to deal with drama. I don't like dealing with drama. If you want to be my friend for who I am, then I'm yeah. here for you. Right? And if you don't, if you don't like, you know, who I'm with or whatever the case is or the fact that I'm gay, yeah. then, you know, that's your problem. I don't have, I'm not going to deal with that. I, I don't have the time to deal with that. Was, um, was there something that happened in the past two years that you said, okay, I'm just not going to hide? I think it was my comfort level um, with society and with my okay. work. Really, it was at a point where, listen, it's, it's accepted. People really don't care. And okay. it sort of took me a long time to realize that, Yeah. especially at work. I think work was a big factor for me in terms of not coming out because I didn't know how people at work would react. I didn't know if there would be any soft repercussions, for, sh- for example. Um, sure, sure. 
and when I was at a point where you know my career I was I was uh, I was secure I didn't have to worry about those things and I really at that you know at this stage of my life I don't really care what people think yeah um, and I felt it was the right time people were accepting and uh, and it sort of worked out from there that's very interesting yeah um, for me it was like is he gay is this mm. a joke yeah it was weird Ali yeah. because yeah. you know it I, maybe it's because of the preconceived ideas in my head and yeah. how someone gay is supposed to be. Yeah. I don't like I'm being yeah. very honest. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Um yeah. and I'm like Yeah. Do I ask him? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why when yeah. I tweeted you, here's yeah. what I'm gonna talk yeah. about. Yeah. I was waiting for you. Yeah. I was waiting I think I was waiting for a reaction. Yeah. He didn't react. <laughs> so it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I yeah. don't know. Like yeah. I, in my head I think, yeah. you know, isn't isn't he supposed to wear a sign? Yeah, isn't yeah, he supposed yeah, to yeah, tell yeah, other yeah, people? Yeah. Um you know, so no, yeah. I'm I'm happy for yeah. you. Yeah. No, thank um, you. You know that you've re- you know that you've come to that comfort I think, level. No, I think you should. Be, you know, thank you for being happy for me. But I think you should, we should be happy for society in terms of being where we are in terms of accepting. Well, I think let it's me come let me ask way. you that. You know whether we should be happy yeah. or whether we should be upset or frustrated. Um, that it's taken this long, or that it continues. Money, take, anything's to take this long. But look at racism. You know, racism was an issue I back in the 50s. I think we've taken steps back. Do you see what I'm saying? So it, you're, you're going to make steps forward, and there are going to be some groups of people that don't agree with it that will try to take two steps back. But I think at the end of the day, if society realizes what the right thing to do is, they'll continue yeah. to move ahead, and things will continue to uh, to change for the better or continue to, to get better yeah. and make it easier for those that are going to come behind us. And yeah. I think that... We need to do that together. Whether it's you know all the, the all the gays in Toronto or all the straights, whatever the case is, I think we all need to move together in one direction. Why can't we get and, along and resist? Yeah, going backwards. I, I don't think we're we're at that point in life anymore. I think people really don't care. Who what you are your What are your thoughts on the Pride Parade? I think it's a good thing. Uh, it was my first Pride Parade. Was it really? I've, I've never ever been. I've been living in the city for you know X number, you know, dozens and dozens of years. But it was my first parade. Um, and I had a good time. It was good to see the support of the city, the visitors that were there to watch the parade, yeah. and to see the enthusiasm of those that are participating in the parade. It 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 was good. It was good to see, and um, and I'm glad that I attended, and I'm glad my mom was there, and I'm glad Fidel's mom was there, and I'm glad yeah. I was there with Fidel to, to, to experience it. Why was it your first time only? It's, it's just not my thing. Okay. It's not my thing. I'm not into the whole hanging out on Church Street, coffee, but I'm just... Like you said, I didn't. So I'm not going to find you ever on Church Street. You know what? Aside from that, I'll be honest with you, Kareem. From last year, be honest. Man. No, from last year at the Pride Parade, my sister and her her partner had a booth, so we went. Maybe even two years ago, we went to see them for the last two years, and yeah. we we wouldn't even come to the parade. I think last year we wanted to go to the parade, but it rained, and then I don't think I ever stepped foot on Church Street for a year until this parade. It's just yeah. not something. It's just that whole clubbing and go. It's just not who I am. So yeah. you know, I I'll go and enjoy. You know, maybe a dinner if we ha- if we're going down to meet someone, yeah, yeah, or yeah. for example, the property. My sister had a, has a booth, so we'll go down and see her. What and does then she have we'll, a booth for? So Jody, her partner, is a uh, an artist. So she does graphic design. She does actually um, uh, sketch work and character work. Okay. Um, so she sets up a booth and she sells her work. And oh, she's okay. been there for okay. about four years. And uh, we make it a point every year to go down and say hi and show the support. In yeah, fact, yeah, one year yeah. all my cousins converge on the tent, and we all you know it was a good thing to to see, and it was good to have the support. Uh, of our family there, yeah. Um, and then this year the weather was great, and I guess the the, the stars lined up, and we ended up uh, at the parade to watch the whole thing from start to finish. Yeah, interesting. Um, there's so many places I want to go, go. with uh, with this. Do you do you feel that? Um, 
what, what do you think of what's happening? No, I guess politically, but you know, with and especially with what's happening down in the states mm-hmm, mm-hmm, these mm-hmm, days. You mm-hmm. know, with with the election coming up and, yep. and people really drawing hard lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I, I'm 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 definitely worried for the states. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not. Uh, I'm definitely not looking forward to. Uh, you know, three years of uh, of a uh, of a Trump presidency that yeah. scares me. It scares me because of the followers that he has, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to take society, both you know, in the states for sure, and you know, it'll definitely transcend into Canada with the the uh, Republican supporters on on uh, on this side of the border. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried that all the steps that we've made in terms of combating racism, combating, uh, um, you know, uh, combating racism is the biggest one that I can think of. I think that we've made, we've made uh, great strides over the last, you know, 40, 50 years to get to where we are in terms of being inclusive, being accepting. Um, all these things are pretty much on the line of being washed down the drain or being very hard to resurrect. And it's going to be, it's going to be a scary time for the states. Hmm. Um, what's going on in the states with the police officers being shot is very scary. When have you heard that? Yeah. How many police? There's another one that that died today. Today. Uh, today in Kansas City. When have you heard police officers getting shot? Almost 11 in a week. That's scary. That's crazy. That's scary. So that it scares me because because of of that rhetoric that's going on. Yeah. Do you feel? You know, after, after talking to you here for half an hour, mm-hmm. it seems to me that you don't, you don't like labels. Mm-hmm. You just want to live. You just want to be Alihirji. Right. Um, you know, you you just want to go camping, serve in the army, yep. um, and just do your thing that you've always do sort good of things. done. You know, um, do you do you feel any pressure, whether internally or externally, to whether it's be an example or be a spokesperson or, mm-hmm. or anything of that nature? I uh, I definitely you know I do have the the passion for it. I do want to be part of whatever change is going to occur. Yeah. Um, I have thought about, and I mentioned to you in the past. I have thought about running for office at some point. Yeah. Um, more than likely, I would say at a municipal level. Yeah. Because you have more of an impact here to day to day folks. Yeah. I mean, you can have an impact at all levels of government, but I think the most direct impact you can have is at the municipal level when you're dealing with people's everyday problems yeah hey my garbage has been picked up or hey this road's blocked up or you know whatever that case is um you know for me that's important if i can help my neighbor out i do that and i think my drive to serve and my my passion for change Mm -hmm. um would make me a good candidate for that yeah so I think that's something, and I explained. So you're to announcing that. your candidacy? No, not yet. Not for yet. ward, <laughs> what ward are you in? Ward uh, thirty-four. Ward thirty-four. No, no, I, I am thinking about it. I mean, I do have a, a a little bit of time left in the military. Yeah. I'd like to finish off my career. How many there. years have you been there? I'm almost at twenty-two. Jeez, you're gonna freaking retire <clears throat> before? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to finish my career off in the military and then explore options post-military and, and one of the options I'm definitely exploring is uh, a run at municipal politics yeah. I do know the amount of uh, work it takes the amount of dedication you you need to have and the the, the solid team you need behind you yeah and 
I'd like to make sure that I do have that support before I even decide that I want to do that. <coughs> so for me, it's, uh, you know, I, ha I have a number of years to think about it. It's not going to happen in the next yeah. election. It may not even happen in the election after that. But uh, it's something that is at the top of my list to do. Mm -hmm. What is it about serving that way that appeals to you? I don't think it's the appeal factor. What what I think it is, I think it's the the I think it's the aspect of service that's been ingrained in, in me and I'm sure it's been ingrained in you since mm -hmm. day one. You're constantly serving, you're constantly helping people out, your neighbor, the old guy across the street, whatever the case is in terms of my involvement with the volunteer corps, scouts, the military in terms of the service of the country. Yeah. I think all that's been ingrained in me since since a young age and I think that's my passion to serve. And I think I, I wanna do what I can to help someone out. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, one person, a group of people, or an entire ward. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of, 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 of the military, you mm -hmm. know, how do you... Actually, let me ask you this question mm -hmm. instead. You know, getting back to municipal politics and stuff yeah. like that. Where, where do you see... What, what needs to be improved? What needs to be improved? Yeah. I think we need to make sure that people like you and people like me who are taxpayers get value for their money. I think right now a lot of people are paying taxes and they're supporting uh, you know, the, the, the government or the council of the day, Yeah, uh, which is, you know, they're doing a lot of good things in terms of transit building and, and uh, smoothing out the waters from the last uh, mayor that we had. Yeah. Um, but I think that the citizens in Toronto need to make sure or they want to know that their tax dollars are being spent in a wise way mm -hmm. that will benefit them in the future and their children in the future. And I think that, you know, I think that if 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 our if our generation can can get involved and, our, you know, our generation has been through quite a bit and we've seen quite a bit. And I think we have a very uh, intelligent generation. And I think that if we can get involved and help bring the change that we want to see. Um, will make our citizens a lot happier. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that's that's what I want to see. I want to see the change. I just want to see a change in the way that money is spent and made sure that money is spent in a, in a, in a, in a way that the citizens benefit from. Yeah. So where would you like that money to go? I think social services yeah. is, a, is a big one. I want to make, you know, for example, uh, daycare, accessible daycare. I, I'm sure you... You know, I don't know what your situation is, but those who have kids are, are having a hard time finding affordable daycare, um, making sure that, you know, little things like parks are kept up. You know, that's a big thing for me. I walk my dog in various parks throughout the city. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see a difference from, you know, the north end of the city to the south end of the city, from the east to the west. And you can see a difference in quality of parks, the upkeep. And, and, and for me, that's important because if you can, if the city can show that they're taking care of their property, then people will be happy paying their taxes. They look, my tax dollars are going towards making sure that, you know, this street is being fixed on my road and this thing is being repaired and this is being added and there's a new playground coming. And I think for me as a taxpayer, mm -hmm. it makes me happy to see that there's construction. I never complain about construction. I complain I'm stuck in traffic, whatever. But at the end of the day, I know that the tax dollars that I'm paying are going to good use yeah. and it's building the city, it's improving the infrastructure, it's keeping people employed because mm -hmm. the money that the city spends on building highways and the extra millions of dollars that uh, the mayor had spent on opening the Gardner early, those are all good things. Yeah, it's a couple of million dollars, but at the end of the day, it's moving traffic quicker, people are getting to work quicker, and at the end of the day, people are happier and they notice, hey, 
you know, I'm getting to work quicker because the mayor pumped in a bit of money to make sure that the highways opened on time or opened earlier and I can get to work earlier. And I think, you know, that made me happy. As much as, you know, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd be upset that I'm spending an extra 30 minutes in traffic because the gardener gets down to one or two lanes. But at the end of the day, I'm like, listen, in two months, this is going to be fixed. My tax dollars are at work and I'm happy. And yeah. the road's fixed. So I think showing, showing that you're doing something positive with the money mm-hmm. um, would, would uh, you know, would make, make, it would make the, the, the citizens happy. Nice, nice. Thanks for your time, man. No problem, Greg. I appreciate it. No problem at all, buddy.